Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell. I know on a raw review, this is weird, and I'm joined even more weirdly by Randy Andy Datsun. I know, I know. I was sitting in the office one day. Oh, here he comes already. I'm about to get a cat. Here he comes. Um, There's a cat. Show me the cat. Hello, cat. That's Rufus. Is that Rufus? Or um, Rufus? It is Rufus. Uh, so I was Rufus. sitting in the office one day and Ollie and Mod Mother Jenna were going through the Christmas schedule. Mm. And I sort of half heartedly went, Oh, if there are any gaps that you really can't fill, let me know and I'll, I'll try and help out. Um, oh, can you hear the net? You might be able to hear the meowing. Mm, um, anyway, so, and then he just five minutes ahead, he goes, Andy, are you free on the uh, 28th and 29th? Right. Uh, yeah, probably. He said, okay, can you do Raw and XT for me? Ah, like, oh, <laughs> that is not what I thought he was going to say. I was like, <laughs> uh, maybe SmackDown, uh, an AEW show, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, Raw and NXT, everyone's favorites. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, wow, you really want to be on the podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, not the, not the best Christmas present I received this year. Hmm. Um, so speaking what of is the best? I was going to say, what is the best Christmas present you received this year? How was your Christmas? Oh well, I asked for a switch again, and I got another toaster. Uh, no, it's not. True. <laughs> um, Can you imagine? Although, uh, no. So I, I, I got everything I asked for. Um, I got another a new PlayStation Five controller so that I can play with my girlfriend. Lovely. Ow, that's my leg, cat. Um, I got a uh, some lots of clothes because I'm very fashionable, so mm-hmm. I always ask other people to buy me clothes so that Makes I look fashionable. Um, and a bunch of just other things. I got um, my girlfriend pre-ordered the the, the new Pokemon game, which comes out mm-hmm. in January. So yeah, um, yeah, lots of lots of nice things. What, what about mm. you? Um, I didn't get all that much because what I wanted was money, so I got money. Uh, okay which checks out uh i i got some socks hmm. um uh but i did get some very nice things from my lovely lady partner um yes. who got me a pa- uh, sh- some shoes 
I needed some shoes, so she got me some, which was nice. Um, you have a pair of shoes. That's good because you've, you've been walking I know, off yeah. barefoot for too long. I man. know it was it was a whole ordeal. Um, but uh, got that sorted now, which was great. Uh, I got. Well, the thing is, my 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 very sweet lady partner made me uh, uh, an advent calendar. Uh, so nice. she like hand made like uh, it's like a tiny little like little sack and with like a number on it that's an awful lot of rustling thank you rufus's tail going on uh, andy's microphone there yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is brilliant content welcome Um, to having cats yeah she uh yeah she handmade me an advent calendar so for each day it was numbered and it had like a few chocolates in it and like a tea light candle and things like that which is very sweet which means i now have an awful lot of chocolate i need to eat um so yeah, uh got some other stuff that I can't think of. Oh god, yeah. I got I got two new D books from my oh, nice. lovely lady partner. It was great. She has no idea about anything D D related, but she just guessed as to what whether, ones I wanted. Whether the right and, ones. And one of them was literally the top of what I wanted off my list. Nice. Oh, and the other one you hated right. so much. So the other one I the other one I legitimately like didn't really know existed. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, and looking through it, it's a really, really good book. So excellent, happy with well, that. Yeah. Sounds like she was very generous. Very much so. Yes, I felt very inadequate. Um, you got her some crisps. I got her three gifts, um, but they were mm-hmm. not very pricey gifts. They were each like little things. Um, hey, they got it's the thought her. that counts, and also the size, uh, size, price, color, mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of how depreciation value and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. What are you, you going to spend the yeah. money on? Uh, not much. I'm going to save it. Um, good. Because that's that's what I need to do currently, is I would like to have some savings. So I'm I'm saving it. Um, yeah. Because, you know, at some point in the next couple of years, I'd really like to have a car. Because Ooh. driving's good. So I, I want one of those because I could, like driving. Could your lady partner not just drive the ambulance and you can have her car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know, would be like in like in yeah. GTA. Uh huh. Yeah, she'll just hop in an ambulance and get the uh, get the um, vigilante missions. Yeah. going. Yeah. 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 That sounds great. Yeah. Well, I've just yeah. sorted your life out for you, oh, so yeah. you're welcome. Perfect. I'll, I'll pitch that to her after the podcast is done. I, I'm uh, currently being my cat is dribbling all over. So when when cats <laughs> are happy, apparently they drool, and this mm-hmm. cat just like gushes drool. Out of his mouth, <laughs> sits on you and just goes. Um, so thank you, Doofus. My uh, Rufus, my 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 <gasps> trousers, which were purple, are now black from mm. in, in the spots where. Um, yeah, but how, what about yeah. New Year's? What are you What are you doing on on Friday night, if anything? Um, I know a lot of people are doing nothing this year because they're a bit scared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the situation's not great. I'm again might be seeing my uh, lady partner for that uncertain might be might not be it's kind of up in the air with the situation um, yeah I mean, but then again if beforehand you just don't test then yeah then, then neither of you can get it so <laughs> you'll be absolutely fine mm, um, yes. oh man going through the twitter comments last night i, I really I, I was like i'm not gonna do it but then i thought yeah. you know what i'm actually gonna this is gonna yeah. be funny uh and the amount of people who are like finally what do you what do you mean if I... 
for for context, for anyone who hasn't heard, WWE have decided to not test for COVID anymore. They're just mm. not doing. They had twice weekly for performance center talent and weekly for their main roster talent, and they're just not not doing it at all anymore. So yeah. that's a thing. So you can. So basically, I guess that their their testing system is now if you start like coughing up your own lungs. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you should probably stay at home now. I don't know. I think you should still probably work. You've definitely not got COVID. So you you would you, know. you would hope that the majority of them will continue to test independently on their own. You'd think so, but you know it's America and they probably cost money. That's true. Which... One test probably costs about four million pound, four million dollars. Yeah, because it's America. Um, I don't know the actual numbers, but we can we have the luxury of getting them for free here. Yes, I've, um, I've got my booster so... on Friday, so Ooh, lovely. I, I, I've been invited to a party. Uh, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm a plus two because okay. I, ha- I had an, I had two parties that I'd been invited to and both of them got cancelled. So mm-hmm. then I managed to latch on to my friends to a party. Um, so hopefully my booster doesn't destroy me because otherwise I'm going to be spending that party in a bed. When When's your booster, sorry? Friday morning. Oh, And mate. the party is Friday night. <laughs> Mate. So I'm hoping I just get a sore uh, arm because because the sec because my second jab really locked hmm. me out for an entire day. I, 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 yeah. It was the the only sick day I've ever taken from Wrestle Talk was when my mm-hmm. my second booster because I just felt so lousy. Yeah, I mean, I everyone I've spoken to has kind of not been great with it. Me included is pretty rough. The booster. It was yeah. it, it 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 wiped me out a little bit. Very headachey. And very just like hard to concentrate on anything, just very like lethargic the whole time, and obviously sore arm. But remember, I'm well hard. You are well hard. You're right. Yeah, I'm yeah. from the mean streets of Surrey, mm, so yeah. I I I saw someone steal a daffodil from a from a garden once, <sighs> mate. And they they're still in prison. So oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah for, for for such a crime. Speaking of crimes, God mm. roars terrible. It's a crime to my eyeballs when I watch it. Let's talk about this episode of Raw, which we're going to start with the wedding vow renewal ceremony with mm. Miz and Maurice and then Edge and oh God. Let's talk about it. Oh no. Oh no. This wedding vow renewal segment with the Miz and Maurice and Edge wasn't very good. It was really romantic though. Mm, sure was. Mm. Welcome to the Rust Talk Podcast review of Raw. I know it's a Raw review. I'm here. Datsun's here. What? The hell is yeah. going on? Well, it's because everyone thought in advance and went, I'm going to take the week off, week after Christmas off. Mm. And then we didn't think about that. And we were therefore well, the only two people who were working in the office. I, I took. I think, but also we off. were chosen because we're really good. Mm, yeah, definitely. We weren't chosen by default at all. But we're reuniting the dream team from back in the day. The old yeah. SmackDown crew. Yeah, I, I still need to talk to you about blowing me up. Because we no, 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 we need to talk about Raw. No, 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 we don't have time. We need to talk about okay. Raw. Um, 
send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll go through all the ones all the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. And let's talk about this wedding vow renewal segment, which was the Miz and Maurice were renewing their vows on this show. It was officiated by Eric Bischoff, who came from out of nowhere. That was something. And then uh, backstage, there was a backstage segment earlier where Miz got really mad about some flowers. Flowers did not feature in any of the, the design setup or any of the segment at all. Um, but he got mad about some flowers and then introduced Eric Bischoff. And Eric was like, I'm getting paid for this. And then Miz got mad about some flowers again. And then you have the actual segment. So in 2019, they had a wedding segment on the final Raw of the year. It ended with Liv Morgan coming back, if you remember. Mm. Wasn't good. Wasn't well received. Um, this one might have been worse? It, it was, it was I don't know. Of- it was less offensive to my to my to my face. That's I honestly, there was like leading into this. I saw last night a, a brief tweet about Miz and Maurice renewing their vows, mm. and I simply assumed that it was a an advert for Miz and Mrs. Mm. Um, and then I woke up this morning and was doing the images for your news, and I saw that there was a picture of uh, Eric Bischoff covered in black paint, and I thought, mm. huh. Must be from a while ago. Um, and then, as I was doing your images, I was and reading your review at the same time. I went, "Oh, oh no!" Well, they were both on Raw, and not only that, it was the main event of Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was and, the main event segment, and it—it <coughs> it just me. sort of like for the, the the my main takeaway from this is that I know a lot of people are like, "Oh wow, that's my cat." Uh, this is Rufus. He he wants to be on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I've been distracted by my cat. Uh, mm. The the main takeaway I got was that there are good, there are surprises in wrestling, um, like Edge coming back at the Royal Rumble, where you kind you know that they're going to happen, and there yeah. but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still incredibly exciting, and you still mm-hmm. jump out your seat, you still cheer and 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 hug everyone, and then there's surprises like. Them being then Miz and Maurice being soaked in a brood bath because for the entire ceremony, you're like, Well, Miz is in a white suit, Maurice is wearing white, Bischoff's wearing white, everything's mm-hmm. white, he's feuding with Edge. Mm-hmm. I can, I can add two and two together, I know what's going sure. to happen. Um, yeah, I just and and when it happened, I was like, Yep, rather than, Whoa, oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah, they got they got brooded. Yep. As I mean, and that's, that's not to say that there weren't a couple of good bits. Like I hmm. really enjoyed the fact that throughout their entire speed, like vows, the crowd just booed. It was it was yeah. like that was funny, and mm-hmm. the Miz trying to speak in French was funny, and mm-hmm. I would actually quite like it if more weddings had like kind of pantomime audiences where during vow ceremonies, people would just go, yeah, or if they didn't like a specific vow. Um, mm-hmm. So it, was, it wasn't it was without its its positives, but yeah. 
it was largely without its positives. And the fact that this was the last raw segment of the year. Mm, it sure like, was. Well, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a good sort of metaphor. The Miz being, and the Murray's being covered in black paint. It's quite a good metaphor for, for 2021 on raw. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you said, there was, there was the mildly funny bit of Miz trying to, he says, you know, for you, I'm going to do my vows in French and then tries to do it in French and Maurice corrects him and then he tries to say more French. He goes, that's Spanish. And he goes, I'm just going to do it in English and then went back to English. Like, that was good comedic timing. They bounced off each other quite well and that was nice. Uh, and then Ed came out and he was like, oh, don't worry, guys. I'm not going to ruin anything. <laughs> don't you worry. You can do your wedding as planned. It's like, why are you here then? And then he was like, yeah, come on. And he like gestured to the back, like faking out like someone was going to come out. And then he looked off in the stands and they were like, Whoa, what's he, what's over there? And then he looked over the other other end of the stands, and then they looked over there. Oh no, what's going on over there? And then he's like, "I'm just messing with you. <laughs> you can totally have, you know, you just do your wedding, yeah, <laughs> just like normal, just like normal. You go ahead, kids. Yeah, you have your wedding." And then he he covered them in black ooze. Well, the red light comes, I on. guess. And mm. I mean, either the Miz has never watched wrestling before, mm -hmm. or he's an idiot because he just mainly that. He just remains standing there. Mm. Like it sure does. If I was looking at Edge and I was feuding with Edge and the red lights went on, I was like, well, I'm probably going to leave the ring because I've, I, I've seen this before somewhere. And mm. if I remember correctly, it didn't end up well for the person in the ring. Mm. And I mean, this is going to sound like maybe slightly pretentious, but, and I'm only 26, but I feel, I, I already feel too old for this. This kind yeah, of being 100%. covered in black paint, or or being covered in poo, or being covered mm -hmm. in in the in the in the gunge, the, the sort of green DX sort of gunge. They did and... it twice in a week because they had what was it, milk or something, get poured on Corbin on SmackDown. I, I don't know. I didn't watch, watch the show. I didn't watch. It. Yeah, but it's it's like oh. Right. This is this is what I'm reviewing. This is this is this is the main event of your show. Um, and yeah, like you could say some parts of this show, they were backed into a corner because of certain issues, but mm -hmm. presumably this is exactly what they planned and it went completely to plan and it still was presented like this. It was real bad. It was real bad. Um, yeah, I, I thought that both of them did not come across well. I still don't know why Edge is feuding with Miz. Uh, it's just no. like a weird feud to me of all the the feuds that Edge could have, you know, like for the 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 house show in MSG when they pulled a bunch of the talent because of the the COVID outbreak they've got right now, uh, they had a steel cage match between Kevin Owens and Edge. I was like, why can't we have that feud instead? Yeah, it's much better. Why are we I mean, having Edge Presumably they they bring us like I'm not saying they have to have a steel cage match, but no. I don't know. They could say like. Just, I would almost prefer if they were honest, came out and go, look, due to uh, sort of unforeseen circumstances, these matches won't be happening. However, as a result, we will be putting on a couple mm -hmm. of exhibition matches. Yeah. And for the, so the people who are there, you can go, look, we, and we can go, look, we know they're not feuding, but we know that there are sort of extenuating circumstances. But it's okay because Kevin Owens is there and he gets to have a match with blah, blah, blah. And we'll enjoy that. Given 20 minutes, we go, hey, look, wasn't what I was expecting, but actually I still enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But instead what they did was go, oh, crap. Uh, I guess we'll 
to still try and do exactly the same plans we did, but shoehorn in random people to try and make yeah. it work. I mean, this this was a problem with the entire show was that yes, that they were backed into a corner. If for people who who um who don't know, um they have a they have a COVID outbreak in WWE right now. Seth Rollins confirmed on Twitter that he tested positive. Um, they have several other top names they've pulled from shows. Not necessarily all of them have tested positive, but just as like a precaution, they want to keep some of their their top names safe so they can still perform at day one. So like Roman Reigns, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Big E, they've all been taken off shows. So they were left with without their top stars for this show, which I understand that makes the shows more difficult to do. But the issue is is that WWE rosters are so packed with talent that even if you don't have your top stars there, you still have some really good wrestlers on your roster. And you can make something of this show. This is your chance to have some of the undercard guys and some of the mid-card guys that you haven't really been featuring or pushing or all that stuff to showcase them and show what they're capable of on this show. You can spend more time on matches on this card have like an exhibition one you know when like they had the uh the, the mumps scare in 2017 i want to say when they had the tlc and yeah. they had aj styles versus finn balor instead and they they substituted in kurt angle in the shield his in-ring return in wwe it's like that is how you make something good of a bad situation this was them being in a bad situation and just going ah well yeah. And, like, that's not how you deal with it, you know? Like, I, I feel bad for them that they had to try and, you know, plaster together a show without all their top stars. And, uh, you know, and I don't agree with almost all of their business practices, but protecting some of your stars when you have an outbreak in your company, even if they didn't test positive, is probably a smart idea. I like that, but this is not the way to, to cope with it. This show yeah. is not the answer. I, I yeah, and and I do I, I I have absolute sympathy for that fact, but then my sympathy immediately evaporates when they announce they're not going to do, or like they're not announcing, but like the report is they're no longer testing, and it's kind of like hey, good job, but also really bad job, really bad like, job. I, I did yeah. feel a bit like uh, Batista, sort of. Mm. Oh wait, no, 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 this is bad. Um, so. Yeah, um, it's it was it was it was not the best episode of Raw I've seen this year. No, it was it a was really a, bad episode. But like, I, I mean, what did what did what did we expect, Pete? I don't know. I I the thing is, this felt like a B level Raw. This felt like a Raw without all their top stars, which it was. But sometimes when you have those situations, you can churn out magic you know when they had the the nxt invasion episode on smackdown when they didn't have any of their guys because they got stranded in saudi arabia and they were like uh what do we do and they just got a bunch of nxt guys in and put on some fun matches yeah thumbs up that's how you make the best of a bad situation this was just raw without top stars it's much worse than what they yeah. put on normally and, you and know at, this was not good at the moment they really need their top stars to make it even slightly kind of watchable. I'm not because I feel, I feel like I'm really crapping all the, all the rest of this. It's not their fault. They're just given rubbish to do. Um, yeah. No, it's like, not the performance. Ha not them, having no. Becky Lynch there to cut a, a ten minute promo. It it, it means that the minutes. pacing of the entire show 
is off. And it yeah. means that there wasn't, there's no kind of moments where you go, okay, look, that, that hour wasn't great, but we, at least we had that segment where we go, oh, but that was good. So that we'll kind of give it a, mm -hmm. give it a pass. There was almost none of that. There was like one good section and it happened immediately. Mm. Uh, and then therefore, so therefore for like two and a half hours, uh, two and a half hours, we had nothing to, to yeah. write home about. And as Annika Wilson's just pointed out in the chat, if you want to put on some exhibition matches, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Guy, guy is challenging for the WWE Championship against a guy whose opponent was flown away from the show. Like, come on, guys. It's not rocket science, you know? Just put on a good show. And they they didn't. It's, it was very frustrating. And I think it was really summed up by this wedding vow renewal segment because I don't know whether it was originally planned to be the main event segment of the show. It probably was because cleaning up that ooze is a pain. You yeah. know, having a rest of the show afterwards is probably not a good idea. But maybe their hand was forced and maybe they were going to have a cleanup thing and they were going to have a few, you know, backstage segments or whatever to give them time to clean up so they could carry on the show afterwards. I don't know. And maybe this got bumped up to the main event segment when it wasn't planned to originally. I don't know what their original plans are, but this segment sucked. This is the main event go-home segment for your go-home show for day one, which apparently, according to reports, they really want to make a huge deal. It's like their big inaugural day when it's the reason they've got Reigns Lesnar on this show is to make it feel like a massive deal. And this doesn't feel like a massive deal at all when you just have this show as the go-home episode. It, it, it yeah. failed at like, its it, purpose to make like, it excited for the show. Of, it's supposed to be like the, the start of maybe a big five pay-per-view where it's like it's the every single year they mm -hmm. do a show on, I mean, I guess they've got to hope that, I mean, next year, they, I guess day one will be on a Sunday, but then are they going to have a show every, every single January 1st? Or will I, it be just I, like, I a, think... will it be like day, day six in a few years time? I think they're still going to do it on January 1st. I think that was the idea was it was going to be an annual tradition every year, January 1st, there will be a WWE show, which, pfft, Sure. If that's what you want to do, great. Make it a tradition. But this one, okay. His name's Rufus, for those asking. Um, and he's very hairy. And this is a new jumper. And it already looks terrible because it's full of cat hair. Mm. And, anyway. Yeah. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, I think we should get into some auto chats here and see what people thought of the show. Uh, make sure to send those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll be talking more about this episode shortly, uh, but let's get into some of these now. Uh, Kadem XBL said, I couldn't give an F about an Edge versus Miz feud. Let him fight all the new talent he's wanted to from the start. Put the US title on him and have him do a weekly open challenge. What would you do with Edge quickly before all the newer, newer talent are fired? Not the Miz. The Miz, no. the Miz is a great mid-card heel. Mm. Give me more of the Edge. Edge Rollins feud was great. Do more of that stuff. Give me Edge versus Owens. Give me Edge versus Biggie. Give yeah, me like, Edge like, versus Lashley. What you need Edge to do is to face people who are like I want to say the modern day Edge, but but mm-hmm. but kind of people who can go with him in the ring and therefore be like, hey, look, old man, and then. His kind of role right now is to prove that he can still go over and over again. Um, and I'm not saying he needs to, not doesn't even be the basis of every feud, but he needs to face people who are really good in the ring. And therefore they can go like, hey, this is my, almost like a, this is, this is my yard now kind of thing. And then for Edge to, to face him. But the Miz, and like the Edge, Edge sort of going, oh, I finally get to face you. I, I don't believe that that's actually something he wants to do. Whereas when he was facing Rollins, I'm like, oh no, this is probably something he specifically requested. Yeah. Like, give me Edge versus AJ Styles. Come on. Like, it's right there. Yeah. Just, yeah, didn't, I don't know, man. Didn't Edge, like, destroy AJ Styles' shoulder a couple of years ago? I don't in, know. In the Rumble. Do that. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, someone just... says it's Austin Theory. Just like, it, oh, like, yeah. you have him against the young guys who was like, it's like yeah. veteran versus. Not veteran. Chad Gable. Yeah. God, please give him more. He's so good. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. No. 
Chance25 said, It's very fitting for WWE to have a segment that will undoubtedly do numbers on YouTube and other socials end the year while simultaneously being a dreadful segment while also cancelling COVID tests. This company doesn't begin to cover it anymore. I agree. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Good God. Um, we've got some general ones about Raw. Charles Berg said, so instead of watching Raw, I watched the new MacGruber show on Peacock with all my holiday dogs. It was a good choice. The movie was always a guilty pleasure of mine. If you like uh, sophomoric humor, then this is the show for you. Villain's name is Queef. Jam that jam. Queef's a funny word. Yep. Perseus M said, I didn't watch Raw because I was playing Blood on the Clock Tower. Nice. Did Eric Bischoff say three minutes anytime? That would have popped the 10-year-old in me. No. Why is there a 10-year-old in you? <laughs> God damn it, Andy. Uh, the Jedi Muffin said, Hey, WrestleFam, your favorite Michigan-based uh, force using baked goods return uh, returns. I went to the LCA, the Little Caesars Arena, to see the show live yesterday, and I think the mass delivery truck got stuck in Detroit traffic with Apollo's winning record. Jam that jam. I forgot about Apollo. I didn't even know it was on yep. Raw. Um, yeah. yeah. This is, I, this I, is I, genuinely I, quite an interesting perspective because as someone, Andy, who does not watch Raw and like barely keeps up with it, uh, this is quite interesting to like come back to it after so long to be like, what the hell is going on? This is great. Yeah, I mean, I, f I feel like this is... I, just, just If I just watched this, mm. I would go like, Oh, well, they they are grooming Omos for a match with almost called Babatunde with Commander Aziz because that's mm -hmm. like, I mean, that is Vince McMahon's boner match. It feels sure. like at the yeah. moment. Like, can you imagine those two wrestling each other, just sort of running into each other? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I assume that um, Aziz has to be more agile than Omos, but then so is yeah. a Redwood. <laughs> so, like. I don't know, man. It was just nothing. There was nothing that excited me um, on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I, I, I like the opening segment, but that was it. And speaking of the uh, opening segment, let's get into the full review of the show, the play-by-play -play review. Keep sending in your Ultra Chats to WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll go through the rest of those later on. Um, the opening segment was RK Bro. Um, and as always, Riddle is funny. That's, yeah. that's what he do. Uh, came out and was funny. Orton says that the only way he's going to have a happy new year is by beating Otis tonight and then them retaining their tag titles at day one on Saturday. Um, also, he played footage as a recap from last week, and it made sense because Riddle wasn't there last week. And he said, look, can someone in the production truck just play the thing from last week to show Riddle because he wasn't here? And then they played a replay. And I'm like, it makes sense. They threw to a video clip and it worked. Oh, my God. But it, it also Crazy. suggests that, that they don't talk in the week. Yeah, but that's ignoring that because that's just yeah. continuity of wrestling as a yeah. whole yeah. um but yeah that's just a that's just a whole wrestling thing um i then they got interrupted by alpha academy 
and Chad Gable was saying that he recently got a master's degree. I I really enjoyed Otis when Chad Gable said that. Otis just screamed off mic. He just went, he's a master! Like, really loud off off mic. And I was like, that's, that's very I miss, funny. I Otis miss Otis. Funny, I miss Otis being good. Remember when he was Money in the Bank? Mr. Money in the Bank. That was weird, <sighs> that was last wasn't year. it? I mean, it was, was weird. Last year. Yeah. But I... I, I yeah. Poor Tucker. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, Riddle then makes a weed joke, saying he's someone of higher education. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> mm. uh, and he's saying he wants to fight Gable. You then have Riddle versus Gable, and oh my God, Gable is such a good wrestler. Can you imagine if this had gone on for like 25 minutes? Ugh, I mean, it can't because please. you got to put over Riddle. Also, I just realized I look like a kind of person you need to speak to in a, in a video game. Because I've got this above my head. You've got to click on me and I'm like, and then i got to give you a task. <laughs> oh, man, it's brilliant. Um, Pete, you must review Raw. <laughs> no! No! The hardest task. I don't task. want to. Yeah. Gable's so good. Good match. And then, uh, yeah, sure. Shane Gable has to, has to lose. Um, and then it was Randy Orton against against Otis and mm-hmm. whatever. That that match was less Literally. interesting. But... Yeah, it was. And I think both of them were fine. Both of them were good. Uh, I really love Gable and everything he does. I think his match with Riddle was better, but both of them lasted a few minutes and then ended. Like it's not really enough time to like properly, you know, buy into anything. Um it, you know, or was it was Riddle had a present for Randy afterwards, which was a hug, and they hugged. I wish you would give cool. the same present to this Randy. Sorry, mate. You know, COVID and all that. Absolutely. Um, but uh, like a a fairly decent, fun opening segment. Um, inoffensive stuff. Decent matches. Solid, and good then it was, And then it was the main event, and that was Raw. Oh, my God. We've got to talk about the rest. If Do you want to know only... what came next, Andy? Tell me, Pete. After some backstage segments of Biggie did a pre-recorded promo and KO did a promo backstage, they were whatever, just hyping up their, their day one match. We then got Dana Brooke and Reggie versus R-Truth and Tamina in a mixed tag match. Now, I said in my edited review... I don't think I could pick four people to put on a worse match. It, yeah, it was. It's like I don't know. We won't put on a good exhibition match. We'll, we'll put on this. It was almost yeah. like they'd gone, "Look, Dana, we'll give you a match. It's it's Christmas. Don't worry. We'll, I promise you, you can have a match." Twenty-four-seven mm-hmm. um, champion, Dana Brooke. And they go. I mean, just give her a singles women women singles match. So I'm Dude, gonna stop getting the, letting the cat get up. Go away. This this was the only women's match on the show and it was a mixed tag match yeah and it was really worth it i mean and christ they said what was it they couldn't have picked anyone better than tamina i think of at least everyone that in the was, company that was uh that was Corey grayson country saying our truth couldn't have picked himself a better tag team partner for tonight because there's nobody meaner than tamina and i went Corey, yeah, Corey. Like- Chaos control in the chat. Our truth can wrestle. Yes, I know he can wrestle, but yeah, uh, I, I, 
Unfortunately, but he doesn't wrestle, does he? That's the thing. Um, he's just a comedy character. He doesn't actually do wrestling anymore. He can wrestle, but not in WWE because his producer just be the comedy goof. So he doesn't actually yeah, put but, on good uh, matches. But also in the match are Reggie, who isn't really wrestling. He, he will have had some wrestling training at this point, but yeah, he's, he's absolutely. essentially a circus act. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. that. That is his. That's his career. And then you've got arguably the two. And it, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to get all like. Uh, I don't want to upset any Tamina or Dana Brooke fans. I know that. <laughs> I know you're out there. But arguably, the two least charismatic and least interesting in the ring people you could have picked in the whole mm. WWE roster, main roster. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's fair. Um, and uh, no, I, I really don't. I, I, I'm just saying that's how their character's been portrayed. I'm not saying that they are the worst, but yes, the way that their character's been portrayed. They that was the worst choice you could have picked if you wanted to put on a good match, which I don't think that was the point of the match. It was it was to give the twenty four seven championship a semblance of meaning, I suppose. Was it? Was that the point of the match? Because I don't know what the point of the match was. It was it was pointless. It was our truth lost to Reggie got rolled up by Reggie. Um, Tamina then got annoyed at our truth and tried to take a swing at him, but he dodged it. And then Dana Brooke beat up Tamina. That, mm. was, that, was, the, that was a whole segment. That was the thing. It's pointless. Yeah. Nothing happened. Like, yeah, pure, pure filler, this. Yeah, and I mean, on, and up next, like, I. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just before we get to the next segment, because what came after this was very important. Well, no, send, I was gonna say, that's beer. what I was going to say. I have seen internet compilations of people coming for longer than Veer Mahan, but only a handful, and soon he's going to yeah. overtake all of them. Yeah, he sure is. It's it's a joke. I mean, it has to be a joke, and like, it's it's sort of funny, but at the same time, like, this just just wasting this guy's life. And he's I, getting I, paid I get, I get it. to it's do funny, nothing, and I'm sure he's sort of behind the joke, but. It's like all right. See, the oh, thing oh, is, well, if he is he just going to come and then immediately lose? Because that I feel like would have to be the the sort of the punchline. The thing is, it's not a joke on TV. The social media teams are making it a joke. They're they're in on the joke. They did the send hook thing when they said send Veer. They know what they're doing. They're they're mm. they're leaning into the joke of Veer Mahan not coming soon. I mean, look at all of these things. Jesus Christ, guys. The social media team bloody loves this stuff, right? And that's, the, and that's from last it. week. That's, yeah, I know. Add, add another one. <laughs> yeah, add an, add an extra one into this, right? That's how many weeks it's been. It's been so many. But the social media teams are in on the joke. They're doing it seriously on TV. Bear Mahan coming soon. At this point, I don't want him to ever debut. I want it to be years down the line. Veer Mahan coming soon. I hope he, I hope he debuts as Veer Molina. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I realise that just sounds like Molina and not Emelina. It does Emelina. sound like Veer and Molina. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good tag team. Next match challenge, come back. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, 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 are we waiting for like an, an Indian pay-per-view? Are they going to hold... When they, did a whole, they did a show last year in India, didn't they? Or was that beginning of this year? I couldn't tell you. I believe they did one with like Drew McIntyre and was facing against against Jinder Mahal. Um, so 
Uh, We've spoken for way too long about this. I'll be honest. No, Virmahan is the most important thing on this show. Yeah, no, go carry on. Yeah. Uh, we got a recap of Vega versus Ripley from last week. Nikki A.S.H. is backstage. On behalf of Rhea, she challenges Zelina and Carmella. Later in the show, Carmella accepted because who else are you going to face? Yeah. So we're getting another women's tag title match. Well, uh, surely Tamina and, and, and Dana Brooke can put aside their differences now and create another fascinating tag team. Um, we then got a video package of the Reigns versus Lesnar stuff, basically recapping Reigns' entire run since he came back, and then the firing from SmackDown last week of Paul Heyman and uh, Brock Lesnar standing tall, etc. And then we got the finals of the RK Bronament of the Street Profits versus the Mysterios. Winner faces RK Bro at day one. And you know what? I think this was actually the best thing on the show. This was a really good match. Really, yeah, really was, enjoyed this. It was easily the best match on the show. Um, mm. I think it's, the thing is because because it was good in a in a sort of pile of not good. You it you just forget kind of that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was just scrolling down my notes. I went, oh yeah, and I don't want to be going, oh yeah, I want to be going, oh yeah, that was good, and that was good, and that was good. Um, and so it really it detracts because by the time it comes round, I'm bored. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, it, it's a, it like towards the end of the match, you're like, okay, I'm getting into this, and then but then the match finishes. Um, but yes, it was very good, um, and obviously it was very good because there's two good teams in it. Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, but it means that we get to see Street Profits against the RK Bro, which is Sounds another like positive. Match. So yeah, lots of positives in this short segment. Absolutely, yeah. And I thought that the time they got for the match was good. Like, it wasn't like a, a it, you know, it didn't last a couple minutes. It got a bit of time. It wasn't a long match by any means, but it got some time. Uh, I thought that both teams looked great. I was stunned that Montez Ford kicked out of a 619. What? Like, mm. Ray hit a 619, Dominic hit a frog splash on him, and he kicked out. I went, what? It's because Dominic hit the frog splash. I know, right? Because he's stupid. Yeah, um, but he's then... much heavier than Ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all about the technique, though, you know. It's like the the talk you get true. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but then Street Profits came back, hit a blockbuster onto Dominic, and yeah, they they got the win. Really fun match. Really enjoyed it. Lots of near falls towards the end. Good stuff. Um, we then got a, a recap of AJ and Omos splitting up from last week. Um, we then had the backstage segment of the Miz getting mad over some flowers and introducing Eric Bischoff, who was there. And then AJ says he's going to beat up Omos next time he sees him because it was supposed to be AJ versus Omos on this week's episode. But according to reports, Omos was flown back home before Raw started. He was there in Detroit for the show, but then got flown home. We don't know why yet. We don't know if it's related to the COVID outbreak or anything else. We have no idea. So, um, but he got flown away. So AJ didn't have an opponent for tonight. So instead, Grayson Waller's in the crowd. Oh, balls. Um, I can't escape. NXT, Grayson Waller did a promo. It was whatever. I don't care about Grayson Waller. And then he said, you know, after I'm, I'm going to take your place on Raw after Omos is done with you. Great. Can't wait for that. More, more importantly, mm. can you imagine how much legroom Omos would need on a plane? He'd need quite a fair. He'd need a fair bit, right? He'd have to be either be in the wing seat or in business class or in the front row. Because mm. I mm. mean, he's pretty. He's very tall. He takes up an entire plane. 
surely. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was where my mind um, was when you were talking about Grayson Waller. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but then, yeah, Grayson did a promo and it looked like it was more AJ Styles thing that was furthered on NXT last week because Grayson made fun of his hair. That's how that whole thing started. Oh, I wish he wouldn't um, go there. Yeah. And then uh, Apollo Crews came out and he said, as part of his promo, he was like, you know, AJ, you've lost your giant, but my giant's still here. So it's going to be AJ Styles versus Commander Aziz. And I was like, you know what? If it's not going to be AJ versus Omos, if Omos isn't there, this actually makes a lot of sense. You know, it's another giant. AJ can beat him to prove he can slay a giant kind of thing. Commander Aziz hasn't been particularly like protected. It's not a huge loss for him. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But it gives AJ a big win. Like the parallels between them are drawing more and it shows that he can be a, a giant in future weeks. That makes sense. We cut to an ad break, and I was like, okay, it's going to be AJ versus Commander Aziz when we come back. When we come back, it's AJ Styles versus Apollo Crews. And I was like, yeah. wait, what? I thought they said it was going to be Commander well, Aziz. Like, well, Aziz why, got why in the ring and was, like, squaring out? up, right? I, I was like, wait, what have I missed? And then on commentary, they say, well, during the ad break, <laughs> Apollo Crews said to the crowd, I'm going to give Commander Aziz the night off, uh, so it's going to be me versus AJ instead. There's plenty. There's plenty of time on this show for to have done that while the cameras were rolling. But like, why oh, we, would we, you we, even we can't need do to that. do that? Cut, cut it, cut it out. We can't do that bit. We'll do it in the ad break. Why do you even need to do that? Like, why would we you set up the thing to then retroactively change something in the ad break? Why not just go with Apollo versus AJ in the first place? Why would you tease Aziz and then do AJ? What? I'm so he, confused. What is this? Why? 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 I don't know, oh, man. Well, I mean, where's Whatever. Apollo been anyway? Has he been on a cruise? You're so funny. I know. Uh, I've realized I hadn't done one. It's been 36 minutes. And, like, the whole point of having Aziz was that it was the parallel with Omos, and now it's just a match with a guy. And, like, these two put on a decent match, but it was short, and it was okay. And they went back and forth, and there was a really nice setup into the Styles Clash, which I liked. I, uh, that was it, you know? I just, whatever. I don't know, man. Also, he hit a phenomenal forearm to Commander Aziz. This bit was weird. Hit a phenomenal forearm to Commander Aziz. And I was like, okay, so he's like, he could be a giant. I guess that's the parallel of the drawing with Omos. That's fine. And then AJ's music starts playing. And then Commander Aziz gets back up. And looks like he's going to, like, attack AJ again. And then AJ looks like he, like, says something to him. And was like, get, sell my move, please. And then Aziz was like, oh, no. And then he, like, stumbled into the it, corner. It, it like, did feel a bit like a sort of video game glitch where you hit the big guy and they die. But then for some reason they stand up again and then go, oh, wait. And, the, and then the coding comes back into the game. And he goes, oh, no, he's over again. No, no. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, it, it just felt like a, a bit of miscommunication. He forgot that that was AJ's finisher. So therefore, <laughs> he was like, ow. Right, what's next? Oh, wait. Ooh. Yeah. And like, sure, like, he, I think he punched him. Like, he went, ah. And like, that was it. But like, why would you? Phenomenal forearm. That's the thing you end on. Not a punch. You know? Like, it like it, it didn't feel like it was supposed to be, ooh, Aziz, you know, he can take a phenomenal forearm, was, like, half-selling it, like a big dude kind of thing. It did not feel like that at all, because his music was already playing, like, the segment was already ended. But then he was, like, stumbling and going, like, whoa, and then he punches him, and he goes, oh, no! 
Because presumably Aziz and Apollo won't be together forever. So, I mean, at some point he's not going to be a commander. So he will become... Do you reckon he'll just be, become commander one day or will he be just become Aziz? He'll become Babatunde. You reckon? Or Dabakato. Dabakato, I mean, it's a silly name, but it's much better than if it was just Aziz. I mean, who cares? Is what I'd, I'd say. like him to get. I'd like him to get demoted the more matches he loses. What's the What's under commander? <laughs> I don't know. Um, General army ranks. Um, bear with. Bear with. I have no idea. Uh, officer, Private Aziz, lieutenant, 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 captain. Uh, I've got a private disease. Uh, major, lieutenant colonel, colonel, brigadier, major general, 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 field marshal. Oh, I've run out. Uh, this is great content. It is. Don't worry, I'm going to find out. Commander. Oh, I think it's in the only in the well, US Army. While you're doing that, mm. um, we then had uh, Kevin Owens coming out to the ring. Also, I really appreciate the fact that on the graphic for the day one fatal four way for the WWE Championship, it says Seth freaking Rollins. Not Seth Rollins. Seth freaking rollins on the graphic which is really stupid i'm just gonna throw that out there it's 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 very very dumb um kevin owens does a promo on top of the other promo that he already did backstage just saying that he's the only one of the four that's here tonight because he's the best or whatever he gets interrupted by mvp mvp says ah, bobby lashley has not forgotten about you he's he got a text from bobby lashley oh <clears throat> The, the anonymous says, Bobby Lashley. That says, he's going to rip the wet noodle arms off Kevin's ectomorphic body. Pete, is that not how you talk to your friends? <laughs> like, yeah, Pete, you play D&D, &D, and even, mm -hmm. you, even you wouldn't, you would, you'd be surprised no. if someone said that during a D&D &D campaign. I sure would. I would laugh at them because it's ridiculous. Um... I said this on my, my edited review on the on the main Russell Talk channel as well. Uh, script writers don't know how to write scripts. This is a bad script. It's a real bad script. At what point does someone write ectomorphic and everyone goes, yeah. Vince. That Vince sense. does that. He's like, those, those ectomorphs. I just... It's not funny. Oh, man. I'm going um, to destroy that vertebrate. <laughs> and then to make the segment not much better out comes cedric alexander and shelton benjamin who have not been part of the hurt business since SummerSlam, when goldberg needed people to beat up they came out here and i was like they were like hey man do you know when lashley was at his best when he was rolling with us in the hurt business so we're gonna help lashley and then mvp was like hey man we can talk business if you want it's like i thought you were together like, you never actually split up. So you're kind of technically still Hurt Business, even though you're not Hurt Business. I don't know where your allegiances are. I'll be honest with you. Also, Cedric and Shelton had a feud that went on for several weeks. That's not the point. Um, KO said, all right, let's skip all this. I know where this is going. I'm going to have a match against one of you. You want to soften me up for Lashley on, on day one? Cool, let's have a match. Cedric Alexander had a match. KO won with power powerbomb and a stunner and then Shelton Benjamin came in and then he hit him with a stunner as well I thought Kevin Owens was a heel and I thought Lashley was a face 
This was the opposite for both of them. KO worked face, and Lashley's cronies were being very heelish. So, yeah. And by the way, it'd be Lieutenant Aziz. That's what he was. I'm glad we went back to that. Or Lieutenant, um, and then Mm. and then mid midshipman. (laughs) (laughs) It's a naval rank, and he'd be. Eventually, he would become leading a petty officer. Petty officer Aziz, and then leading hand Aziz, and then able rate Aziz. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this did nothing for anyone, really. No, it, it sucked. Uh, it, yeah. Like, okay, cool. That you've got KO stunning people, but I don't, I don't think more of him after he's done that. No, because it's against Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, who like haven't been around at all. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, uh, well. like you go, it's like wow, you beat up two guys who haven't won a match in ever. Yeah, right. Well done. Yeah, congrats. You. You're going for the WWE Championship. Great. I buy you a lot more now. Uh, then we got this is the only instance we. It's been bad throughout the whole show, but this is the one instance I will mention of. Pacing. Ooh. Oh boy. Dolph Ziggler made his entrance. He's got a United States Championship match against Damian Priest. Dolph Ziggler made his entrance. Cut to an ad break. We come back. There's an advert for NXT 2.0, which is airing tomorrow, Tuesday nights on USA. We go back to the ring. The dude, I've genuinely forgotten his name at this point, says, Here's a special video package about Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. Then we played a video package for uh, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch, which was decent, but whatever. Then we go to earlier today. Here's a promo from Damian Priest. And then we cut back to the ring. Ziggler's still just, you know, standing around. Out comes Damian Priest. Then we go to another ad break. Mike Rome. Thank you, chat. Was the guy that said that. Uh, We go back to another ad break. Then we come back from the ad break. And then they say... The challenger for this match, weighing in at whatever, do all the introductions for the United States title match, and then the bell rings, and then they start. So, not including the time spent on ad breaks, there was actually 10 minutes of Raw between when the segment started and when the bell rang for their match. 10 minutes of actual product that you're supposed to watch. Of nothing, really. Nothing related to their segment. I just... They, can, they don't know how to pace their shows. During this time, what is happening in the ring? Nothing is happening in the ring. It's so funny. Like, I love the idea that the guys in the ring just like pull out a couple of chairs and like, we won't fight yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Oh, Becky, yeah. oh, Becky against Liv. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, and that's your promo from earlier. Well done. That's, that was a good promo. Oh, it's over. All right. Uh, okay, let's, let's, let's fight. Um, ooh. yeah, that's why I fight. It's very stupid. Um, okay, let's talk about this United States title match mm. because the whole character that they got going for the Damien inside Damien Priest, please change the name, it's really bad. Um, is that he gets really angry and then, then doesn't care about like winning or losing, he just wants to beat people up when he becomes. The Damien. When the Damien gets angry, that's what happens, mm. right? 
commentary we're putting over in this match, how Dolph Ziggler's plan for this match is to unleash the Damien, because that's when he makes mistakes. Even though we've seen several times over that when the Damien gets angry, he loses via count out, via DQ. He just stops caring about wins and losses and he just beats people up and he can't be stopped, right? Dolph Ziggler's plan was to have him do that and then he was supposedly, like, supposed to take advantage of him getting too angry. So what happened is that he unleashed the Damien inside him and then he got DQ'd. So Dolph Ziggler didn't get the belt and Damien lost. What was the point of all of this? What is Ziggler's plan? Because he knows this is exactly what happens when Damien gets angry. We've seen it so many times now. What is your plan, Dolph? And this made Damien look stupid because he doesn't care about winning anymore. This made Dolph look stupid because he won via DQ and didn't get the belt. And this was his plan. What a plan. What is it? Former world champion. I mean, do you not call it the Pete when you get angry? Oh, damn, Ollie. Yeah, I don't want to do the raw review. I'm gonna, I'm gonna unleash the peak <laughs> on that. Peak on you. Good um, God! Oh, oh, the Peter's coming out. <laughs> ah, uh, yeah. It. I think they think it sounds like like with ectomorphic. <laughs> I think they think it sounds cool. What having the Damien come out? Because you if you could sort of imagine it in being in a really terrible B list horror film from the nineteen eighties, sure, called yeah. the Damien, mm-hmm. where this is a normal guy, but at night, oh no, when this when the lights go out and the sun goes down, he becomes the Damien, and you can't stop him. Ah no, it's the Damien. Or like a uh, like a Scooby Doo villain. Mm. Hey gang, yeah. have you heard? There's a Damien on the loose. <laughs> as soon as soon as he turns into Damien, he loses wrestling matches. Oh no, he's got to be stopped. Oh my God, it was Damien Priest all along. <laughs> Who would have Damien? It was the creepy name. wrestler. His name is Damien, and they just say, "Oh, I've got this Damien inside me." Like, yeah. no kidding. You're called Damien. It's very stupid. This match sucked. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of everyone's time. Ah, it's made me angry. And then we had the main event of the wedding vow renewal, which we've already spoken about, which was pretty bad. So overall, this show sucked. Um, there were a couple of okay to good things on this show, being like the opening segment, including like those two very quick matches. And, like, the Street Profits versus Mysterios was good. And I think that's it on a three-hour show. I mean, it was the best episode of Raw I've watched all year. And therefore, (laughs) five out of five. Mm, Yeah, easy five out of five. Uh, No, this was was a one out of five show. This was really bad. Uh, Made a lot of people look very, very stupid. But... I'm being generous because they didn't have many of their top stars. So granted, they could have put on a better show. Like we've spoken about this in detail already, how they definitely could have put on a better show if they wanted to. Um, And they didn't. 
which is their fault, but also they didn't have some of their top stars ready, which, you know, maybe they had other things planned for the show and was going to be a lot better, and they were, you know, scrambling last minute. I understand. So to be generous, I will bump it to a two. But this was not good. I did not enjoy myself watching this show. Put it that way. I just can't wait for Raw in 2022. It's going to be so much different, right? It's it's, it's a new year, man. It's an, it's it's it, They're going to give us what we want. Don't, don't you remember two years ago, three years ago? Three years. They said they, said they were going to tell that Pete, just trust. It's long-term booking. Let it play out. Uh, Raw in 2022, I'm sure, will hit different. Uh, the poll on our community tab, 50% of people voted for this Ooh. to be a one out of five show. That's 23%. Hefty. 23% voted for a 2 out of 5, 19% voted for a 3 out of 5, and 4% voted for both 5 out of 5 and 4 out of 5. So overall, a pretty bad show, is what so I would call it. So th- three quarters of the people who watched the show and did our mm-hmm. poll thought it was an actively bad. bad show. Real bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, real bad. Hated the show, hated the fact I had to review it. Hate the fact that people are off. How dare Ollie and Luke be off this time of the year? And they made me review the show. Hey, at least we get to review NXT tomorrow. Oh my god, <laughs> Andy, I don't want to. We could talk about something else, like like you did last week. Hmm. Yeah. If we just talk, about... people got so mad when I started reviewing the hamper last oh. week. Not people in the live chat, but I saw on comments afterwards. People are like. Oh, I not talking about NXT and not taking it seriously. I'm like because it oh, doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, I saw I saw someone yeah. who was very angry about you doing news all week. It was well, it checks out. She she was I think she said what what have we done to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just just another really person enjoyed... reading the same news. Uh, when I was um. When I was going through the comments of the edited news video today, actually, because one of the things you do is after the video goes live, you respond to some of the comments. That's that's just what we do. Um, I was going through some of the uh, some of the edited review comments, and thank you, Luke. Uh, and there was one person who went off on all of us, massive like paragraph of them. Like I don't understand why. You know, Rampage was live at the weekend, and yet on Parts of Unknown, they crapped on WWE for for daring to put on shows on Christmas Day. This is why this this uh you know this media outlet sucks, and they've got blinders on, and they have such AEW bias. And then I just responded, I was like, Rampage was pre-taped. That's you're just an idiot. Anyway, yeah. I I enjoy people not enjoying my work sometimes. It's very funny. Uh, and as Luke rightly pointed out in the chat, he got emails from people that were going to stop watching our content. I got my own category. Hell yeah. It was great. Ooh, oh, whoops. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that one. No, I bet you didn't. Mate, do you want do you want to review Raw more? Are you sure? It's quite funny, really. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Think about how sad you were when you watched it this morning. Because... Yeah, well, because I because I had the day off other than other than this, and they're doing the images morning. I didn't watch it till like midday, mm. and so I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like really tired when I was watching it, and therefore I was like, oh, I can kind of have it on, and mm-hmm. have my lunch, and do yeah. make some notes. So it was. Yeah. It wasn't the worst one, but yeah. I mean, mine yeah. sucked. I watched it. At I half probably six wouldn't this want morning. to do it every week. No, you're right. 
That sucked. Anyway, let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats here. Send those in. Last chance to get those in at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Uh, we're going to read all the ones that are five US bucks Ooh. and up. Uh, Andy, please stop throwing up comments on the screen. I didn't it's very do that. No, of course you didn't. It's just all the ones that are complimenting you. Um, but anyway, let's get into the rest of these. Uh, Jack Nichols said, hey, Andy's back. Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Cheers for all of the time and effort you put into entertaining thousands of people, especially Pete. Hashtag workhorse. Raw was a mess. That cat is cute. All the best. Jack with an E. Thank you. Yes, the cat is cute, although annoying. Yes, thank you very much. Um, Riot DR said, I watched all of Raw, I think. I'm pretty sure my failsafe triggered in my brain because I dozed off before Ziggler's entrance and woke as soon as Raw ended. 11.01 EST. Raw needed more Riddle versus Gable. Wrestle Talk needs more cats. I didn't fall asleep, thankfully. The only time I fallen asleep during a wrestling mm. show was 20 minutes before both Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan debuted for AW, and I woke up and went, huh, oh, I missed the end. And then that had happened, and I was really upset. Mm. I, wish I'd, I wish I could fall asleep during other shows. Right, DR says, so Seth tested positive for the negative global thing, yet the match is going on as planned. Is he going to wrestle with a mask or a respirator? Is recovery just faster now? No more weekly testing. What the F is happening? Love you all. Jam that jam. Mm. Uh, WWE. Yeah. Eternal Blue said, uh, can't watch today, but I have to say something. that The Saudi thing was my last straw, but Vince not testing his own employees whose lives and careers are at stake because of one pay-per-view. Anybody who respects WWE now, I have problems respecting in kind. Yeah, you got to think... Again, you can't lose... I don't want to level in the accusations, but like you, you got to think that it's probably so that people can be at day one. Yeah, probably. Andy. That wasn't me. That was that must have been you. Mm -hmm. you I don't have access to this. I mean, you do. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, Gary Pierce said, uh, in honor of Pete stepping up to do uh, the lion's share on screen over the festive period, could we see the channels being renamed Petal Talk and Petal Talk Podcast? Also, it's great to see Andy back for a cameo. Hashtag Petal Talk Podcast. Hashtag Petal Talk. No. Petal talk sounds horrible. It doesn't sound it does good. Sound like also... a kind of, it sounds like a, like, a, like a podcast about a urinary tract. Yeah. Uh, and also, no, I think renaming the channels is a really bad idea for, you know, like, searching for it <laughs> and people finding it. Announced one day, we're, we're Petal talk now. We announced it way. once on the NXT podcast. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The most watched podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kevin May said, Hello, don't watch WWE, but I like to support your podcast and they're great fun to watch. Can Andy please now become the new voiceover man for movies? I really want to see the Damien versus Scooby Doo now. Oh. I Sounds did actually, good. for Christmas, I forgot to say, I got a mini kind of sound booth mm -hmm. because I want to try and voice audiobooks for people. So if anyone has an audiobook, has written a book, who wants the voiceover, I can do many voices, but mainly this one. 
and I can Same. do I can do Nicky Cross. Um, <laughs> I can do I can do offensive versions of most accents you can think of, mm-hmm. not intensely offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm really really charismatic. Clearly, yeah. Also, uh, I'm doing voice acting. If anyone's curious, so if you've got things you're working on, you want me to do a voice for it, I'll do it too. Yeah, but I'm, me. I'm, I'm better. Yeah, totally. Uh, cool. Jonathan Hedman has been a member for five months in a row. Thank you, Jonathan Hedman. Appreciate it. Who says, unleash the peat? No. What would happen if, okay, let's say, let's say we were having an argument in mm-hmm. the office and it was just us to what would happen if you mm-hmm. suddenly unleashed the peat not much i'm fairly mellow apart from when i'm not mm. that <laughs> yeah that sounded like a that sounded like a really, really lame line from a movie i'm pretty <laughs> mellow except when i'm not except for when i'm oh, not no. like a, you like won't a, like... like me when i'm not mellow yeah yeah it, like like <laughs> you were you're a kind of slight nerd in the cafeteria and a bully like mm-hmm. punches you and yeah. then he walks away and you say under your breath, oh, I'm pretty mellow, except yeah. when I'm not. And then you stand mm-hmm. up and throw your quiche at him. Yeah. It's like, I'm pretty mellow. Not. And then ah, yeah. And, and, and shut the thing. Yeah. Anyway, James Handley <laughs> says, it seems like Miz distraction finishes, surprise roll-ups and talk show segments are comforting to Vince. Like new kinds of wrestling confuses, scares and infuriates him so much that he cuddles up next to a fire with a warm cup of Miz to calm his nerves. Yeah, if in doubt, Miz promo. Yeah. Uh, Vandalia1998 says, I like The Miz, but not against Edge. The last time he was relevant and had a good story, IMO, was against Shane in 2019 and couldn't pick up a win when it mattered and was just used to make Shane look strong. Hey man, they put on the best match of WrestleMania 35. Miz versus Shane is a classic. That was a good match. It wasn't. I mean, it was Miz terrible, dad. but in a really good way. Miz dad. I mean, getting his ribs broken... Like shoot broken by by a duff was it a, was it a knee or a punch? I don't know. Shane being Shane, like a potato um, punch, it just broke the Miz dad in half. And also Shane's bump where Miz hit him with like a monitor, I think, and he jumped backwards over some railings onto like a, a cart or something. Oh, it was a what a bump! It was brilliant. Um, that's, that's physics. Yeah, that's physics straight up. Uh, and also something we did forget to do, which we do need to do before the show ends today, is we need to say thank you to some very special people. Oh, our crap. $25 and above pledgehammers on our Patreon page. If you haven't been to our, excuse me, Patreon page yet, patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. So much got content it. over there. We've got WrestleTalk Extra, WrestleTalk After Dark. You get to play in Wrestle League. You get to do all sorts of stuff uh, on our Patreon page. Uh, this month for WrestleTalk Extra, where Luke and Ollie review uh, a retro show from years gone by, they're reviewing NXT TakeOver London, which both of them were actually in attendance for live at the time. Uh, so they're reviewing that. We've also had WrestleTalk After Dark earlier this month. There's a whole bunch of extra stuff there. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show. Much like this one. So thank you to Par for the Course, Zarjeff. Woo! 
Thank you. What's love got to do with it? Matthew Turner. Woo. Thank you very much. Tower of London, Nigel Morris. Yeah. Daylight Robbery, Rob James. Yeah. Starbucks, Stephen Coster. Yeah. <laughs> General Jimmy G. When life gives you Jake Lemon, make lemonade. Oh, yeah. Colin MacLena than Finn Balor. Thank you. Geordie bus driver Harry. Yeah. And finally, abominable Michael Rabber. No, actually say his name. He doesn't have an R in it. Abominable Michael Abbott. You are terrible. Thank you very Sorry, much. I'll do it properly. Abominable Michael Abbott. Yeah. Thank you very much, all of our pledge hammers. Uh, apparently, we have a last minute uh, ultra chat coming in here. William Tochi Jr. said, What happens when you unleash the Pete? You get blown up like Ollie. Also, support Wrestle Pete. I was blown up too. Pete, I didn't uh, talk to you about that. No, no, no. We're actually out of time on this episode. We we've about already gone though? over an hour. No, no, no. I mean, maybe. If we get time tomorrow, we'll, we'll talk right, about cool. it. But obviously, we've got NXT to review tomorrow as well. Uh, right. But this is going to do it for this episode of uh, the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Do appreciate it. Um, myself and Andy will be back tomorrow reviewing NXT 2.0. <clears throat> and it's going to be great. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, oh my god, I, we haven't even recorded the show yet. The sports, <laughs> but I'm ju I just don't want to talk about it. I'm just no. at that point where I'm just like, just I don't want to talk about raw. It's bad. So I, it, it doesn't help that it's a bank holiday as well, and not mm -hmm. that I really, not that I had any significant plans. I've got a couple of, I'm about to say negative friends. They've tested negative. Um, <laughs> coming over later uh, to stay for the for the night, but mm -hmm. like I did, I, I had today off, and then I remembered yeah. that I was reviewing Raw, and then I'm like, oh man, oh, that sucks. And I've also got tomorrow <laughs> off, and then I'm like, oh, but I've got because I took tomorrow off because it's my friend. So my friend was supposed to be going to Paris, like for mm. her birthday, which is tomorrow, right? But then obviously couldn't go to Paris. So mm -hmm. she's very upset about that, understandably. I mean, yes, first world problems, but also you want to go to Paris. Yeah. Um, so I, so the, what I decided was the second best option is for me to drive up and see her um, tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, I might be doing the NXT review from some, someone's house tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds fun. Spoiler. Hey, they've got good internet. I've already checked with them. Okay, um, good. Are you going to have a, a room to yourself? Are you going to have a quiet room? Yeah, yeah, yourself? they've got an office. I've, I've, al I've already okay. made sure that I'm going to be in the okay. right place for the NXT 2.0 review, which is obviously the most important part of my week. Absolutely, um, yeah. It's such a show. Did, did you have it, Pete, last week? I know, because you weren't off all last week, but you were off a bit of last week. Were you? Or were you off another of last week? Was I off? I feel like no. you were off on the Monday anyway. And you're always off on the Monday. Oh, yeah, I'm always off Mondays, yeah. But last week, did you just find that you couldn't? settled to any work because you're like it's 
It's the week before. It was the week before Christmas, and I mm. couldn't give an S word. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, my the NXT review devolved into me instead reviewing the hamper I got from work. So... Oh, what did you? Because I got a different one to everyone else. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think oh, ooh, because obviously I don't drink alcohol. Mm, yeah. Um, and so I just got more chocolate than I've ever had in my house in my entire mm. life. It Solid. was so much chocolate that I brought about four boxes home to my parents for Christmas, and I still have more than half left. <laughs> um, and I, I started eating them last night. I, was like, I'm not, I, I really, obviously, really appreciate the the thought from mm. Molly, but I, I'm not a big chocolate eater. But yeah. like, so so this is going to last me for months. I, I'm very yeah. much a I'm very much a sweetie candy candy man. Um, candy man, hey. I'm a candy yeah. man. Um, but yeah. I I I I for about about three chocolates yesterday. I was like, that's that'll do me. And the thing with these hampers as well is, I think they're really good for two people. But mm. I live by myself. It's I, yeah, a lot I'm one person. I'm currently living by myself because my lady partner's home for 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 mm-hmm. a few weeks. Um, yeah. So she's not back till the eighth. And so I've just had this mountain of chocolate. I'm hoping I can on, offload some of my friends later. Yeah. Um, not again. Not I don't appreciate it, Ollie, for listening. Which you're not. I know you're not. Luke might be though. Um, it was just. It's just a lot. I don't know. I don't know if you realise quite. Because I because I, I got a text saying your your package from this place is being mm-hmm. delivered. And I was like, I haven't ordered yeah. anything. So, but, but about an hour before, I went. Oh, Ollie did ask what my new address was the other day. Probably what it is. Mm. Um, and even then, I was expecting like a cake or something like that, and then for, to mm-hmm. open it and just find Lots. so much chocolate. Yeah, um, dude, and obviously, I had it with but... some salt and vinegar crisp and a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you did. Um, but yeah, that was the NXT review last week because I couldn't, I didn't want to talk about NXT because it was like it's basically Christmas. I just, I they just don't do that recap show anymore, do they? They do on NXT, some like, like they did no, the last few years. That's that's um, SmackDown this week is just a right. top 10 best moments of 2021 or whatever show you're reviewing it um, funnily enough no because Good. everyone is off on the first so there's no that's down true well we are uh, where we are covering day one live on on the on the website mm. indeed um, oh, i mean we're gonna have a review on the sunday the second on the main wrestle tour channel but just we're not yeah. doing a regular down and rampage stuff I, i've said it several times i mean I, i've said it previously in the review which we haven't recorded yet mm. but in that segment between Miz and Maurice and Edge, mm-hmm. they probably said day one 150,000 times. And I, I, I'm probably underselling it. It was yeah. when we face each other at day one on day one, day one is going to be a day one to remember. And day one is on Saturday in Atlanta is day one. Okay, yeah. I get it. Come on. Come on, guys. There, yeah. there are other things you can talk about. I don't know, man. It's a go home show for day one. Like you got to sell, show? You sell the show. Again? Um, I can't remember. It's something like, it's like, it's like, it's the first day of the year. So it's something like, right, that. it's okay. like first day or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that, sure I'm, anyway. Well, I'm excited for that. I, yeah. The party I'm going to is in like north of Ipswich. Um, Fun. So, oh my God. On the cat's back. He, he left mm-hmm. and now he's back. Um, we have, so my, okay. Okay. A bit of a tangent, but I have two cats. One yes. is very much like me in the sense that he will sit down and then 
will get up again five minutes later and then run around for a mm. bit and then come and sit down again. You, you've seen yeah. me at work. I sure have. And and the other one is very much like my my lady partner who will just flop on the sofa and will lie there for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and be able to be very happy doing that. Mm. Um, so it's only natural that I have... <laughs> I have an affinity with the one that's much more like her, and she is an, has a sort of much better relationship with with this one who's on my lap at the moment. Mm. Um, so yeah, we've 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 bonded with the cats that are like our our partners. I almost said spouses. Mm. Not we're not there yet. Um, not yet. Our partners, but uh, yeah, they they're, they're quite nice, really. Although, so we had a we had a cat sitter. Well, a cat one of our friends would who lives nearby would come and feed them twice a day. Um, and we've never had a single problem with these cats before, other than the fact that they're mm-hmm. cats and just the general sure. being a bit smelly and pooing everywhere in their litter boxes. Um, yeah. Everywhere. First night, text saying, um, is it normal for your cat to, to have diarrhea? It's like, well, they've, they've had it before, but like it usually goes away. Like it's, it's, and he said, okay, well, I've just found a pile on your carpet with that's got blood in it. And I was like, oh, oh. Right. And this was a this was like ten thirty at night. I was like, crap, mm. crap, crap, crap. Am I gonna have to spend Christmas with my cats because they were mm-hmm. ill? Um, so I called the emergency vet. Uh and they said, Well, look, it sounds like they've just got some inflammation which is caused by the diarrhea. Um, it should go away. Um but obviously we just I just felt terrible making this poor girl who had just been like, Yeah, do you mind? <laughs> Got her like got her like a bottle of wine and some chocolate. Thanks, thanks for doing this. Yeah, uh, and then the yeah, air immediately poos on the like diarrhea, bloody diarrhea, and then it throws up the, like the next one of them throws up the next day on our. So she's she did about this twelve is... times much more work. Did... This is a delightful conversation than I was expecting. So I, I went and bought her. I, I messaged her her boyfriend who she lives with and said, "Look, she's gone a bit above and beyond here." what it must be something more more i could get her um and so i i got her the witcher on the on the switch uh oh nice she'd been wanting that for a while um this witcher um so (laughs) and he and he just wants to be scratching the head so they're very lovely cats but yeah Hmm. um they never had a single issue and then as soon as i leave i think it was a dirty protest I left. Probably, like, yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna. All of my body fluids are going on the floor. My blood, poo, mm-hmm. pus. This is again we... a lovely, delightful conversation we're having. I mean, this is what you do when your lady partner goes all home, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. That's on, true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yes, no. So that that's how I spent my Christmas. Mainly, I, I woke up that more the next morning. Uh, he just splattered me with with spit. <laughs> Um, I woke up the next morning at like five o'clock in the morning and I was so anxious about the cat. I was like, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to go look after them mm-hmm. because they can't, they can't, I can't leave them with, with her. Like I can't make her look after them for a few days. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't make her back to sleep. But then, then about nine o'clock, she texted saying that the, 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 they were looking much better. They were eating and all droppings were very solid and in the right mm-hmm. place. And I was like, okay, I can. I can relax a bit now. It was a it was a one off. They're fine. I can I yeah. can enjoy my Christmas now. Um, well done. And then I proceeded to eat way too much food and sit mm. in a coma on Boxing Day, basically. Hey, mm. nuts! Oh, yeah. I feel like that's fairly standard. Um, yeah. 
But good stuff overall then. Yay. Yeah. Good positive fun stories. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Russell Talk Podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Andy and I will be back tomorrow to review NXT 2.0. Andy can't wait. I love that show. Mm, So do I, yeah. Can't wait to review it some more. Um, And then I'll be back with Laurie on Thursday to review AEW Dynamite as well. Good times. Uh, Stay tuned, everyone. Really do appreciate it. I hope you all, if you you don't listen to the NXT or the AEW podcast or whatever, then I hope you have a good new year. And we'll see you in the new year. Stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.